What's up, y'all? How y'all feeling? How you doing? We back with another episode, and we going. Ah, we are back with another episode, y'all. I'm about to get into the episode that I recently recorded with my firstborn, Shy. Okay, this is gonna be a great episode. We're talking in depth about entrepreneurship, and I think it's really helpful. This is more along the lines of one of the more. Um, uh, topic-driven conversations I've ever had on the podcast. So I think that you guys might really enjoy it. I have to forewarn you, though, Shaz Mike, um, because I don't know, I think it's the re- recording system. Shaz Mike, at a certain point in the conversation, does start to get a lot of feedback f- um, from it, but you can still hear what he's saying. So, you know, bear with the audio, you know what I'm saying, still get the message across. It's still a great episode, um, and I hope that you guys really do enjoy it. Uh, without further ado, please enjoy the episode, and I will see you guys next week. See ya. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? How y'all feel? I hope everybody's doing really well today. I hope everybody's enjoying this lovely Friday that we got going on. And if you didn't start your Friday yet, then get it started. You know what I'm saying? Um, for, you know, just a couple rule of thumbs before we have into today's episode, make sure that y'all tuned into the other episodes of season three, specifically the other two episodes of friendly February that have dropped at this point. At this point, we've heard from two of my guests, um, and we have another special guest today. But yeah, make sure you're all caught up on all of my friends who have, you know, blessed us with their voices so far um, on the podcast. And make sure you also catch up on the episodes of the podcast, period. Any episodes that you've missed, make sure you just go back and listen to them, just so you can get a feel as to how we do it here on the podcast, okay? All right, now, um, today's guest um, is a very special guest for me. Um, this is his first time being on the podcast, and you guys have never heard him before. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is my firstborn son, so I got I need y'all to, like, really get crazy for him. Everybody, please make some noise for Shamir. Woo! Woo! on, everybody? <laughs> Shamir CEO, and yeah. Okay, Shamir, where you from? I'm from Bucks County, Pennsylvania, 15 to 10 minutes from uh, Philadelphia. Okay, okay, that's cool. Tell us some some interesting things about you, Shamir. Uh, Let's see. So um, right now I am a student at the University of Maryland Eastern Shore. Uh, I'm also a serial entrepreneur trying to work on uh, getting multiple businesses off the ground. Um, Some that I've already established and worked on. Um, And then before I got to UMBS, I was a track and field athlete. Uh, I was in West Virginia running track. I don't know how I got out of West Virginia, but yeah, that's another story. I'm sorry, they caught me off guard. <laughs> okay, um, at UMS, what do you what do you do now? Like, are you involved in anything at UMS specifically? Uh, so yeah, like Tay like Tay said, I'm his firstborn son. Member of Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity Incorporated, and um, I'm a part of Men's Distinction Campus Activity and Campus Activity Board. And okay. I was a part of Res Life. Uh, I was on SGA and Imperial Court as well. Yeah, my boy was hot on campus. Just if y'all didn't know, you know what I'm saying? He, he's hot as shit. Fit. You know what I'm saying? When, <laughs> when are you supposed to graduate? 
winter of 24. Oh, shit, that's coming up. That's coming up. You know, my, my, like, it's 23 right now. 20. Oh, yeah, no, it's coming up. You got next semester, well, this semester, next semester, and then that winter. Yeah, and I got a nice little summer session ahead, too, so. Oh, oh, oh. Rock in for okay. real. So you about to be in school all year, for real? Type shit, yeah. It pretty much been like that since I transferred to UMS. I probably, since I've been to UMS, I only had uh, a winter off, and I believe, no, yeah, I had a winter off, and I've been taking summer classes. So, yeah, and I just took a winter class, too. Mm. Are you uh, looking forward to anything this, this upcoming semester from UMS? Uh, this semester, I'm looking forward to, um, what we, what we call it, Spring Fest, Spring Fest week. Um, I want to, I want to be active in Spring Fest with Cab. Also, I look forward to the pop-up shop, um, Sigma mm-hmm. week. Uh, yeah, th- those are pretty much the main things that I'm looking forward to. Okay, all right, that's cool. And you, you got to experience, you definitely experienced, uh, Spring Fest last year, didn't you? Yeah, I experienced Spring Fest. We was on, uh, we was on cab. I just don't remember seeing you. I, that's that's why I asked. I wasn't even trying to just yeah. <laughs> Yo, no, nah, I was actually was. Uh, that's what I'm yeah, saying. I, I was like, in and out. I was in and out. That's what I'm saying. I felt like you was like you was edited out. Like I remember we was talking about cabs and shit. I just don't remember if you was like there the whole time. I, I you slipped my mind to be honest with you. Types of y'all slipped. I had you know I peeled off a couple times. Was in and out for real. I remember being in the dunk booth. The dunk booth was cool. You got to remember. I do remember that. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh, but um. Okay. Now that we got his like little introduction out the way, I wanted to get into the topic that we were going to talk about. So the topic that we were going to kind of discuss was more so along the lines of entrepreneurship. Like Sean mentioned, he has uh, experience within being an entrepreneur, and you know having. Uh, different businesses and trying to start those businesses up and having a successful business shout out to substantial credit you know what I'm saying Um, but yes I I think that that's kind of essential to talk about only because I feel like in being in college and being an entrepreneur in in my experience it can be tough I don't I haven't had like a uh, an ex- uh, how do I say like an extensive business as far as like how you have um, but I do consider the hosting situation to be a business for me like a business adventure yeah, most definitely. and that was something that definitely started in college so like the I will say the, the bones of it was kind of difficult to get started but you know once I got it off the ground it was off the ground um, right but yeah, so I, I think it's essential because I do think that people in college need something outside of academics to kind of keep them busy. And I do believe certain people who have passions de- definitely need to act on them. I know people be scared to or whatnot, but you know, it's a it's a roll of the dice situation. So how my that leads me to my, my first question for you, Shai. Um what what made you want to roll the dice and like just get out there on your entrepreneurship tip? So like to piggyback off of basically what you just said, it's like when we coming up, we all got other things. Like we not just interested in school growing up. That's like I don't see anybody being like, all right, yeah, I'm just looking forward to school. When you coming up, you're looking forward to doing all these different things. You might got ideas, stuff that you're interested in and all that, that type of stuff. So I know me personally, I'm I'm interested in a lot. I want my hands in a lot of different things and stuff like that. So that's basically what got me started to where I was at. I kind of started with the finance business and trying to get into the, trying to get my foot into the finance door outside of school. Because like, I know it's a lot 
that goes into finance and stuff like that. But I also know it's a lot of ways that you can get into. So that's pretty much why I started with the financial industry because I'm a finance student and I'm trying to have that as pretty much my main avenue. So, but like you said, if I'm building it while I'm in college, by the time I'm out of college, hopefully it'll be, you know what I'm saying, off the ground, off the ground. Not saying it's not now, but it's always room for progress. If you had to think about the the positives that came out of you kind of rolling the dice on the um, financial business, what would you what would what would some of the positives be that you've gotten to experience thus far? Um, so first, I'll say networking because when I was like starting my journey out and still to this like till now, I'll go to conferences and stuff like that, and that's where you'll meet a bunch of like-minded people, and then like when you run into like-minded people what you're doing starts to make more sense. You feel what I'm saying? So like, even when you run into like people in school, if y'all on the same path, if y'all both doing y'all schoolwork, y'all got businesses on the side, y'all can relate to certain things. So even though, like you said, I got a credit business and you're you're a host, it's, you know what I'm saying? We can still talk about a lot of business. We can still, yeah, a lot of the things in business is kind of the same, if that makes sense. And then also, um, I say a lot comes with time. So like, it doesn't even feel real, but <clears throat> February 1st of 2023, that'll be my third year that I've had, uh, let's see, we could talk about LLCs and stuff later, but that'll be the third year that I had that. And it don't even feel like that because like over time, it's your business. So you can take time off to learn more, take time off to rebrand, you know what I'm saying? To do stuff like that. So definitely with time. Okay. Would you say that you kind of like looking for, not looking for, but like you always kind of thinking about the next steps for your for your business? Yeah, most definitely. It's hard for me to focus. Like I'm, I'm big on being in the present. You feel what I'm saying? But it's also hard for me to just focus on what's going on right now when I'm looking towards the future. So if I got like, if I'm working this month and I got this many clients, I'm already thinking about what I can do next, whether it's like speaking engagements or like posting something on social media and things like that, because everything's not about money. And I feel like that's something that you learn as an entrepreneur too, especially with doing something that you have like a passion and like, like a feel for. Mm, yeah, I definitely understand that. Do you think that, um, nine do you think, have you, you don't have to go into detail about it, but since we talked about the positives, have you experienced negatives when it comes to this entrepreneurship lifestyle? Yeah, for sure. Um, you don't all as a, like an entrepreneur, if it gets to the point where like you don't actually work a job, you're not always gonna have the same steady income that you have when you was working a job. When you work in a job, you put in hours and hours and hours in, and you're getting a paycheck at the end of that. Mm. If you're an entrepreneur, you're putting hours and hours and hours again, and you might get paid, you might not, you might have a good month, you might have a bad month, things like that. So that's definitely a negative. But like I said, that's kind of like more of a growing pain than anything. Mm. So it's like a, a more so like a learning experience almost. Yeah, and then like if there was another negative, I could say. Um, Depending on what you're into, you're always going to run into people who are like somewhat ignorant to what you're doing. You feel what I'm saying? So everybody's not going to understand um, what you're doing until you educate them on it. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah that's that's kind of a negative people's outlooks on everything. I will say for me personally, um, as far as the the whole hosting business kind of goes, I think that one of my less favorable experiences 
since doing this and kind of like take trying to take it far is the fact that people don't understand like the uh, like my pricing you know what i'm saying like just that that's mm-hmm. one of the main things people don't understand but i think that um like you said you once you explain to somebody and like and they not sometimes they don't understand what you're talking about they understand why you have to do what you do but i also just don't feel like i need to kind of explain myself I feel like my work kind of speaks for itself and i know like cocky way but i've done i put in the work you know what i'm saying i put in the work i've 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 done this event, I've done this event, I've done this event, I've done this, 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 this. So coming across those people that don't kind of understand where I'm coming from as far as the pricing and stuff, it kind of, I want to say it's discouraging, but it's not almost. Like like you said, it's uh, a growing pain, if anything. It doesn't make me change my prices. It doesn't make me want to host any less. It just makes me like want to keep going. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you can really feel why, why I'm charging you this amount. So you can really see me now more than you did before you know what i'm saying so like i do think that um i do think that i I say all that to say that entrepreneurship is not for the the weak of heart you know what i'm saying like if you don't have the mindset for it i don't think it's for you you know what i'm saying um so what would your advice be for people who have an interest in in entrepreneurship not a, a dedication to it but like they just they see it and they feel like they can do it so I feel like um, I know me personally when I was at that point it's either you you gonna like jump in and you gonna give it a try or you just gonna watch from the sidelines and I know like it's hard to just jump out there you feel what I'm saying yeah. I wouldn't say that's easy at all like I know when you when you first became a host and your first couple of events was it like it was just chemistry off rip or like did that take time it definitely it definitely took time it's not um i don't i don't take hosting light at all just because at first when i when i was watching it when i was watching it in front of me seeing all these people who would consider themselves to be hosts um do these events i'm sitting in the crowd i'm like bro that looks easy as hell and then i get up there on the stage i go on the mic and i'm like bro i don't know what to say you know what i'm saying and you can ask cj cj would literally have to tell me like bro you're supposed to be talking right now. You're supposed to be, you know, speaking. I'm just like, what? Like, what do I say? So, right. Yeah. So like, yeah, like, and even like, so for example, with stuff like that, it's like you gotta be able to bet on yourself in a way, and that's pretty much the biggest thing. Like, and make sure you know you you kind of get like a, a like, how do I say this? You gotta put like some. Like you said, you watch other hosts. I'll go to like finance events. You gotta like put an investment into investment into yourself before you just jump out there. Cause like no harm if you just jump out there trying to do anything and not really know what you're doing. It might come off as like you look crazy or you're just doing it for the money and things like that. And like when you really start an entrepreneur or when you're starting as an entrepreneur in a business, you gotta look for things like in like the long run. You gotta be in it for the longevity. So what was the what was your your first step when you when you decide to go with your financial business uh so with the finance business the first thing i did was um i bought a ticket to a a financial literacy event that was going on in atlanta um and i was pretty much you know i'm lying i bought i had a course so i was on an online course like taking notes and learning about um a lot about credit and then i bought the i bought the ticket and i went out to atlanta to the event And, and that then, was an investment in itself because the ticket itself was five hundred dollars. God damn! <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So like, but you just like you get you get out there, you learn stuff, you meet people, and then it just becomes worth it. Man. 
Wow, five hundred. That was. Pounds? I ain't gonna lie, we on the podcast. That was tax time. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. That was tax time. Wow, I like to say five hundred bones or like I, I would have had to have something left in the account for me to do all that. You know what I'm saying? But hey, more power. Do you feel like that was you? You de- you definitely feel like that was a, a payoff in the end, right? Yeah, most definitely. Like it was a, it it just it made a lot of sense. So like at first, that was, that was again that was my first time, and I was talking to my aunt because she's real big on finance and stuff like that. So I was talking to her and I was like, should I this to get five hundred dollars? Like this, it said four ninety seven plus tax. Should I buy this right now? And she was like, yeah, go ahead and buy it. Like that's something you really want to do. And you know what I'm saying? It just didn't sit right on my sword that I was about to spend five hundred dollars on something that wasn't that I couldn't even feel. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. after I did that, and then it was it. Pretty much made sense from there on out. But like you said, it's, it's definitely an investment situation um, when it comes to being an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? You, it, everything, and nothing, nothing in life is free. So to gain experience and to to be witnessing um, other people who are like minded and, and want to be in the same field and stuff like that, uh, paying that money is that was that's what you had to do. You know what I'm saying? To get that one on one experience with what you needed. Um, and then what made you decide to like? Because I know for financial businesses, you could have joined somebody. You know what I'm saying? You could have been an intern at somebody else's. What made you want to start your own? So I wanted um, the things that made me want to start my own is because I was so early on. Like when I first when I first bought that ticket to the conference, I was 19 years old. Like I couldn't even stay in a hotel with the rest of the people at the conference. So like because I was under 21. So being that I was in the game and trying to get my foot in the door that early, I kind of figured by the time I'm where I need to be, by the time I'm a little bit older, having this under my belt would, would be like beneficial to me. And I also just like, I like helping people. So if I can directly help you without with like cutting out the middleman, then that's probably what I would rather do. Okay. Do you feel like your business has brought you um, outside like the, outside of the people who, um, who of course would help like grow your business. Do you just feel like it brought you really good networking connections with just genuine people, like period? Like not it don't have to be finance financial people or people that, you know, like yeah. can help with the business, just people in general. Yeah, you mean I met a lot of good people. Like I said, like entrepreneur wise and stuff like that. When I was um out there, I met some people we had ended up going out to dinner later on that night and had a couple like coaching calls with each other just so we could continue to grow and make sure we all on the same page and things like that and then we also started like traveling together so i remember we had went out there one time for something different and we ended up uh renting out an airbnb which had like six rooms in, it in atlanta and this is like if you think about it that's kind of crazy because these people that i didn't really know before i went to the first conference so like oh, yeah you said that and i just like what the fuck but yeah, go yeah like you just meet you meet like a lot of people for real but a lot of genuine people I'll say but you also meet a lot of people where it's like ah, I mean, we probably not going to talk after this but <laughs> so that, so networking seems to be like the common theme here like it seems to be the the thing that you need to be to be acclimated with as an entrepreneur do you have different ways of networking like how would you what, what would be your method of networking just in general it doesn't have to be as far as the your business it can just be period like what, what would be your best method of networking 
so the my best method of networking i would say would really just be traveling traveling and getting in rooms that people that like everybody isn't in so like if there's something that you're interested in and you can kind of pay to be in a room with other people who are interested in that who are already kind of established in that and they can just teach you something and that's really important and like making videos content uh, basically helping other people too that definitely builds builds a connection with y'all and y'all's relationship um, and then you just do that pretty much wherever you go but try and keep it as genuine as possible because like me personally i could feel when something's just something not right you know what i'm saying so yeah. i would definitely say try and always keep it genuine don't try and force nothing and also don't just try and get close to somebody because you want something of, that they have or something like that and when you do get into these rooms with these people that are like successful you gotta have something to offer you feel what i'm saying so you can't just be around somebody trying to soak up all the game and you don't have nothing to, you can't really feed nobody but you try to eat up everything at the table that don't make sense oh that's a bar i like that i like that. oh that's a snippet now that's cool <laughs> <laughs> that's real cool i do like that one that is really nice do you have a um do you have a team for your business like you got a group of people that work with you so as far as like my credit business not necessarily a team at the moment but i do have people that actually no i'm not i do have i do have a team we just work on different things but um having a team is definitely important when you get to that when you get to that state and the thing about having a team is there, there are people that are going to hold you accountable so it's been times where i've gotten calls from um nick which is he's he, we work together nick called me in the morning like yeah like you gotta do this and you gotta do this this that third and it's like i really 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 don't feel like doing that right now but i know this is an accountability thing right so when you because that leads me to my next question how do you pick those people for your team is it based off of the accountability factor Not, i mean yeah you could you could say accountability that does play a factor and a role but like our relationship plays the role too and also what you've done on your own so like i can say right now i got like on the entrepreneurship a solid team who have been who are like who have been doing this longer than me who i've watched for years and things of that nature now that i'm able to actually sit down with them and talk to them and they've been doing this for a while they got a lot of experience so i know that i can listen to them at the end of the day so like I know I have a lot of conversations with them and it's like, ah, should I do this right now? Or if they be like, hold off, give it a second, it's not your time yet, then I, I can trust that that instinct that they have. And then when they like, oh, all right, Shy, you got it, go for it. I'm, I'm, I feel comfortable enough to go for it, trust it. Mm. So like, it goes, it kind of goes back to what you said before about um, having like a genuine bond with somebody. It's like, you would prefer to have a genuine bond with these people that you would put on your team. Right. Because everything is not about business at the end of the day. Like, yeah, well, no, nah, everything is about business, but it's going to come a point where it's something bigger than that. Like, y'all going to have a real relationship and a real life outside of business. Mm, I completely understand why I feel that. I definitely do. I think that, um, I think that's a, that, that's a, um, one of the main reasons why me and CJ do what we do kind of together. Because yeah. not, not even on the like Sigma shit, just CJ gets me like he understands me you know what i'm saying yeah. outside of just being my line brother like he understands where i'm coming from and i understand him you know what i'm saying i know we both got that kind of same drive when it comes to like throwing events and and doing this and a b c d e f g 
and that's that's kind of what I was looking for. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. I'm not gonna lie, I don't I don't think that I would be as popular as I am when it comes to the hosting situation if it was not for CJ. Because CJ has kind of like kept me grounded and even though he's not a host himself, he's kind of like put me on a game just because he's encountered different hosts and like taken from them and stuff like that. And put me in rooms that, you know, I probably would not have been in if it wasn't for him. And for mm -hmm. that, you know, just appreciative across the board. Um, so I, whenever I can return the favor, I, I do that as well. Um, but yeah, no, genuine relationships, I think that's definitely the A1 situ the A1 trait that needs to be had when you talking about getting a team together. And then um, like another my friend I mean to cut you off. No, you good. But like another thing that was brought to my attention by somebody on my team is like when y'all so like for instance when you and CJ pop out, everybody know it's about to be it's about to be one of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just like the way y'all work together, that's really that's it you know what i'm saying like in the way that's how a team is supposed to work and you got to be able to pay homage you got to be able to like yeah bro i appreciate this that and the third like and just kind of like you said stay grounded yeah i definitely think that um i've been i've witnessed a couple of teams kind of quote unquote kind of like form um and i think that that lack of humility and lack of paying homage and 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 you know being appreciative of what each other brings to the table i've seen that yeah. kind of like just crumble the whole situation so i kind of make it my mission to not even you know not even just tj but the people who always support and kind of like build me up and help me in areas where i may or may not need help you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. i always make sure i i show love to them because without them i probably would not be where i'm at and for all that i i oh my goodness you know Exactly. And can I ask you one question? Yes, sir. So, like, on the, on a team aspect, you able to like have constructive criticism and not feel like it's some type of like animosity or something behind it. Like, if CJ or your, if you let CJ know something off, or he let you know something's off, like, how does that work with y'all? So, I will say, and and I hate to bring it back to Cab, but being president of Cab that's what kind of got me into the mindset that i have today the knowing that i can't be the person that always has the right answer or always is doing something right and knowing that i have people around me that can tell me like hey tell you like you know you're fucking up you, you're not you know what i'm saying you gotta get right yeah. that that with cab kind of translated over to me in the host situation because it would i'm not gonna lie it would, when i first started it would be times that niggas would say this and this and this for me to me you know what i'm saying like hey Tay, tonight wasn't your best night you know what i'm saying woo woo and i would immediately get pissed and i would get so defensive and it was like i didn't see it coming from a place of like genuineness or like love i saw it coming from a place of like you trying to be funny and i don't i don't fuck with that but yeah. literally those wasn't my best nights you know what i'm saying so it was like now i'm at the point where if cj tells me something i'm i'm taking it you know what i'm saying it might he might even say yeah. it in a joking way like hey Tay, you know that, that wasn't it he might say it in a joking way but i'll still take that and i'll be like all right let me get rid of that let me try something else you know what i'm saying and the same way with him if cj you can ask him if he does a transition that sucks I would be like, I'll just look at him. I'd be like, bro, nah. Or yeah. if he got a song that's playing for too long, I'm like, CJ, I'm not fucking with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not fucking, you know? So yeah. I think that, like, again, that all goes back into who you're doing it with. You know what I'm saying? 
the the fact that CJ can take that criticism and you know adjust to it and, and laugh it off and do what he has to do it makes him a great DJ the same way that I can take those criticisms I can take those notes and everything and switch it up next time I have an event because I know the the, the ball going to keep rolling the day's going to keep going by um that makes me a great host and even the people that we kind of consider to be on our team that aren't the host or a DJ you know just our our close friends that can yeah. kind of keep us in check that stuff means a lot to, to me at least you know what I'm saying um so yeah I definitely think that it definitely goes back to like who who you dealing with because me and CJ we are even outside the the hosting and DJ and shit me and CJ are still cool as shit you know what I'm saying like that's right. still that's still my brother like I will really go out with him you know what I'm saying like we'll go this place we'll go this place we'll go this place and then if we lock in with the business opportunity that's what it is you know what I'm saying I've seen, I've seen like I've seen how y'all two together work a crowd like I've seen how that that transpires so it's good to know that y'all got that relationship outside of that no yeah communication in, in, in our instance I will say communication is definitely key the fact that I can talk to him at the event, like while he's in the middle of DJ, I got I, and I know I have his ear when I need to. That's mm-hmm. that's important to me, you know what I'm saying? Because that's how I get my job done, and that's how I know that he still is able to get his job done. Like you know, the fact that we have that open line of communication, that's what I need in a in a business aspect. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, mm-hmm. most definitely. Oh, oh, I had a question, but I think I just forgot it. I think I just forgot the bit. Well, that doesn't even matter. What, what other? Um, I know you said that you had businesses that you were trying to get off the floor, and that you were trying to like get your hand in multiple ones. Would you like to discuss mm-hmm. those right now? So the I don't, the one that I can truly say that I have like a passion for is clothing. I always love clothes. I always had my way with fashion and things like that. So that's one that that I'm big on right now. That I I kind of started. <coughs> excuse me. I really started working on it probably like a year and a half ago. Like I got merch that I made late last year that nobody ever seen or like that I've never posted anything like that. And that's just cause I feel like it wasn't the right time. And I feel like time to have, everything is about time when you're entrepreneurs too. And that goes back to just not trying to do anything. So I didn't want to come out with no product or no clothes that was just, didn't really fit what I was trying to go for. Right. So yeah, I'm I'm working on that right now. Um, March is probably going to be the month for that. I'm at a place where I can make the clothes that I want. I can market the way that I want, things of that nature. So now I feel like it's time for that. So I'm, I got that coming. Okay, that's really nice. Yeah, I just I did see what you posted in your close friends the other day. I'm definitely like I told you, I need that shirt for the. For the job, for you know what I'm saying. That's cool. Good, appreciate it, bro. Uh-huh. At the end of the, at the end of March, for real. Um, but no, yeah, I definitely, um, I definitely am looking forward to seeing you do that because I, I know you've been speaking about it for a while. And, for a while, you know, right? You know what I'm saying? Like I've, I've, I've heard it before. So like seeing you actually go for it, that's something that I'm really excited for you for. So you know, big ups to you for that. Um, I yeah. Oh, yeah. I, ain't gonna lie. I appreciate you for a lot, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Big homies, you already know what's going on. Especially, that leads to my next point, the little substantial entertainment thing, the quarter that we be working on. That's another thing that I was always interested in, but I just, before now, I just didn't feel like it was ever really, I'm not gonna say the time, but I'm gonna say my time. So I didn't really feel like it was my time or it was something that I was really able to 
Uh, give what I wanted to give to. So yeah, that's we working on that too as well. And like I said, I appreciate you for even locking in with me on that type of time. You and CJ. No, yeah, substantial entertainment definitely. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I told, I even told CJ, I was like, yo, that name is hard to be. I don't know, I don't know what it is. Just even saying it out loud, substantial entertainment. That shit is tough. I don't know. That shit just sound good. Like I, you might got one. Yeah, I got excited when I saw that shit. I said, oh yeah, it's up. It's you might up. got one. And if this first one goes like how it's about to go, then yeah. No, yeah, you definitely got. I'm not gonna lie. You definitely gotta do some shit over here, though. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna keep coming down there. That's and I ain't gonna lie. This is just the kickoff. <laughs> Cause I'm not about to keep dropping down there. This is a yeah. I hope this this this, this is just the kickoff for real. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. You you got any more questions? Cause I I'm done. I have. Um, so how would you say like? I know we already talked about like how CAD and stuff played a role, but like being that you graduated and like you've seen and done work towards way more than I've even scratched the surface of doing yet. So like, how do you feel all of that has accumulated up until this point? Like how you feel about it and what you've learned so far? So being completely honest, I'm not even gonna lie to you. The day of graduation, um, the before we before all the graduates walked to the building uh where we was we walked the stage at or whatever and when everybody was just getting ready and um in the ballroom we was just sitting there everybody was just it was it was a lot going on i was already ready i it was just me by myself i wasn't with none, none of my friends none of nobody and i was just sitting there and i was sitting there and really just thinking back on every single org every single club all that stuff you know what i'm saying everything that i kind of worked towards and at that moment i will say that i did think that everything was like pointless i thought that i was like bro i'm about to walk across the stage leave the school and nothing fucking matters you know what i'm saying but i will say the time that i've been away from school and the time that i've been home just kind of being with my thoughts and being with myself i will say it has like changed my my mental like thoughts when it just comes to certain things how i react to things how i organize myself how i prioritize you know everything like all that stuff was was built into my orgs you know what i'm saying because you know i was never i was never in my orgs and not doing something for my org you know what i'm saying right so all that kind of like built me up to be this like mentally strong individual even when i do these interviews for these jobs and stuff they ask me these questions and i'm just like bro like it, it goes back to my orgs like i hate to say i hate to be that that graduate but it just keeps going back to my orgs how i was a leader how i was organized how i was patient how i was receptive you know what i'm saying like all That's those people you know what i'm saying like those traits really rubbed off on me well so like I, i'm taking those and i'm kind of like running well for real the orgs themselves i spent my time in them and you know i did what i had to do but i had to leave those in there so the takeaway that i got from the orgs was at least the trace that i gained from being in them you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so yeah right i got you i got you and i've definitely seen the work that you was putting in so yeah. rub that joint off on me because i got yeah, I'm gone, but yeah. No, yeah. I'm saying this. It's a different shore, literally. <laughs> no, yeah. But, um, no, yeah, I do want to thank you for joining me today. Um, I'm really 
I'm really excited for this episode of Jobs. This is a really nice conversation. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I'm not going to lie. I kind of forgot who was either. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I be. You was all nervous for no reason. That's really how I be. You be talking. That's it. Yeah. But, um, no, yeah. So, for my viewers, make well, viewers, fuck. To my listeners, make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at DVNTVYE. Again, that's DVNTVYE. Shy, would you like to plug your Instagram? So, yeah, my Instagram is uh, Shymir, C E O S H Y M I R C E O. And I want to say thank you, Tay, for uh, having me. This was a great episode. I look forward to it, Java. No problem at all. Would you like to plug your businesses one more time? So the businesses right now, um, my main, you can follow me on at Substantial Finance. Um, and that's basically the finance page. And then we got the more other handles and stuff will be coming soon. But yeah, follow the Instagram. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Um, like I said, make sure y'all listen to the other episodes of season three. Make sure y'all listen to the other episodes of the podcast. Make sure y'all follow Shy. Make sure y'all follow me. It's happened on Monday for a brand new episode with a brand new guest with a brand new topic. All right. And as always, if it's up there, then it has to be stuck there. See ya. Yeah.